You are listening to the According to the Technical Rules podcast, where we discuss things that matter and argue about things that don't. Listener discretion is advised. Hello. Before we start the show, we'd love to hear what you think about our podcast. If you're listening to podcasts on iTunes, uh, please leave us a review and tell us what you think or wherever you happen to be listening. The feedback is really helpful. Now on to the show. When it's time to party, we will party hard. What's up, my dudes? This is the According to the Technical Rules podcast. My name is Sam Jack, and I am joined over the interwebs by my good buddy and oftentimes co-host, Matt Hickman. Hey! I don't know why I said oftentimes. You're always oftentimes. <laughs> maybe it's the times that you, you haven't been here. Maybe I don't you're know. Just, maybe you're secretly cheating on me on different podcasts. Oh, I definitely don't do am. that. Yeah, that's happening. Um... <laughs> No, but I don't know. I mean, I'm of two, Matt, I'm of two minds about the opener, right? Because on the one hand, like, there are a lot of podcasts I listen to where they do the same opener every single time. And I like it. It's like coming home. Um, And when I, like, even when I, like, hear that music, I know it's this podcast. And I, like, settle into this podcast. Um, But on the other hand, for me, it feels a little bit cheap. It feels like cheating to just say the same thing every time. I don't know. No. Well, here's the like: is is it cheap to like routine? I I enjoy routine. Like I, I, yeah. I want to wake up at the same time, and like I want to have like the same breakfast that I like, and I want to have a a dinner I can count on on a regular basis. Like you know, I want want my weekends to look the same. I know what I like, and that's what I want to do. Yeah. Um, I get I get confused and scared when my schedule is thrown into a loop. Gotcha. I, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with a with a good good comfortable routine. Okay. I, I, I just don't ever want it to be I, I don't ever want it to feel false. Because well, I, I want our listeners to know that this is <laughs> this is the best time this is the best part of my day. Best time Talk, talking to them, talking to you, talking to them. Is That's it what talking, to, talking to me, talking to them, or talking to them, talking to me? Yes. All right. Uh, when you shower, do you do it in the same order every time? Duh. That's not. Of course I do. It's this is the routine. Really? Is you get in, wet God. the hair, shampoo the hair. But here's a variation. If I'm feeling frisky, I will rinse and repeat. If not, you wash your hair twice. Well, that's what the instructions say, and it, and it helps a lot a lot of times. But like oh. you'll. So, so regardless of whether I rinse and repeat, um, then I keep the shampoo in the hair and let it soak because I use like stuff to keep my scalp healthy. And then I get the loofah, I soap up the loofah, and then I, I typically do like across the chest, across the belly, like legs. No, 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 no. Across the chest, across the belly, arms, legs, try to get my back. Sure. And then rinse. So it's... And then, and then wow. I like, well, then I, I rinse everything at once. So once I'm all soaped up and I still have shampoo in my hair, then everything gets rinsed at once. Sure. I, then I turn the shower off. I hand squeegee myself to get some loose water off and then I dry off. Wow. Same. It's interesting. That you have, yeah. You have a system. I don't even watch the same parts every time. You're just like, if it's like a Sunday, maybe it's a whole body watch, but like yeah. for like a school day, it's just like, I, I just need to get the face. Just, I don't wait on Sundays. Um, yeah, the part of, yeah. So, so there are times where I just bathe the parts of me that I'm going, that are going to be seen. Um, but what I've discovered, and this may, this may come be disgusting to some of our listeners or you, uh, if you haven't like done anything to get dirty, there's really no reason to soap your entire body. I think I, you, you just like if you haven't been sweaty or anything, you just like soap yeah. the soap the stinky parts. I do the hot, I do a hot rinse, yeah, and so and soap the stinky parts. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad. I'm, I, I was afraid this was going to be offensive. No, uh, it's fine. Good, good. I feel like if we're gonna get if we're gonna get lots of uh, Facebook posts, uh, Facebook comments, this is going to be the thing. But uh, they're going to just like our listeners are just going to blow past our 
wonderful, the wonderful, uh, thoughtful things we have to talk about, and they're going to latch right on to our questionable <laughs> showering habits. How, how dare you leave your head and shoulders in <laughs> to let it soak? You monster! <laughs> yes. Um, so, anyway. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of... No, that's a bad transition, but we're going to keep it. I was oh, going to say speaking it. of something, but I had no transition. With that segue. Uh, segue! Um this is this is technically our Christmas episode. Oh. So, uh, a Merry Christmas, Sam. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, Matt. And uh, Merry Christmas, listeners. Yeah. I hope we're all geared up. I I have been uh, teaching uh, Christmassy things to my children recently. Okay. Um, and it's it's kind of a gamble because like the the, the, okay. the reason why I teach Christmassy things is because. You know, you do Spanish, it's Latin America, um, and Christmas is a big, big deal in Spanish-speaking countries. Um, and so we talk about Christmas, but a lot of those Spanish-speaking countries, some like I mean, a lot of people do Santa, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people do Three Kings Day, um, and that's in that's in January. And Three Kings Day is it commemorates the kings traveling to Bethlehem, and you know, like you leave your shoes out for the three kings, and they they fill your shoes up with with presents. So like that's what we talk about. Um, Why did you explain that? I really didn't know what three kings. Did. Oh, really? Well, that's that's what it is. Um, Where what countries is this happening? Um, like uh, Latin American countries, like Mexico, um, Honduras, like, and then like there's there's like variations of this. Um, like I have one, I have a student that has family from Honduras and they, um, they don't have a lot of money to buy gifts. And so they do something different sometimes with shoes. Um, for those that celebrate the feast of St. Nicholas, which is on December the 6th, you will often mm-hmm. leave your shoes out for that. Uh, but you, but you aren't observing three Kings day. It's something different, but the, yeah. yes, but the tradition of leaving your shoes out is, is relatively common. But the but the danger that I run is so I'll, I'll explain it and I'll say hey, are there any questions everybody understand kind of like what this celebration is and uh, I'll have kids ask so like how did the three kings like get in the house and I say like well you know like they're I mean there's not they're not actually you know coming in they're like well then how how do they fill the shoes like how do the, like how do the kids get presents. And so uh-huh. then I explained that, well, it's not actually, there aren't actually three uh, kings walking around. Are you outing Christmas? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, But Matthew. I said there's not actually three kings. It's just the parents giving them presents. And so they, <gasps> go, they go, oh, okay, because we don't talk about Santa. Um, I have, I think in the four years that I've been teaching, I think I've had maybe one or two students go like, but what about Santa? And like they, they, they connect like, wait a second. Wait a second. Uh-huh. Like Santa's right. not giving them presents. If Why the is Santa giving me presents? Right. And so it's, right. it's, a, it's a gamble. It's a risk. And, and like so in my third grade class, I have some kids that like are, are so uh, – I don't want to say brainwashed because it's a negative connotation. But they're so brainwashed into uh, the, Santa, the Santa lie. Um <laughs> You want to try another? You want to try a different? They, they're they're so convinced of it. Like I had one student who I could not, she could not grasp that the three kings were not real. Could not grasp it. Uh, she like she didn't understand. She couldn't accept the juxtaposition between Santa existing and the three kings existing. Um, and I, right. Well, it's a difficult. That's a difficult place for like a third grader because what are the two authorities in their life? Like their their right. parents and their teacher. And, and so, like I don't, yeah. like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to step on those toes. Like I'm not going to be like, hey guys, welcome to Spanish. Also, Santa's a lie. Uh, your parent, like, <laughs> I, I killed, killed Santa with my pessimism. Santa is muerte. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Now start start weeping. So it's that's uh that's the one of the the tricky kids things kids things say that i have to have to be careful with i don't uh yeah in a math class i teach very little about santa claus uh more than you'd think well because they probably little. like if you have well because you teach older kids and so like you you probably if if you yeah, have I kids eight, eight. like that are like deep into the santa delusion you um 
like you might have to explain the math of how he can get to all the children in the world. I don't, uh, because I say, well, I mean, the three kings help out. <laughs> different Santa Clauses. They're all, all every Santa Claus is a different Santa Claus. Père Noël is different than uh, than uh, the, the three kings. Than I don't know, Cinder Claus. Okay. They're all different. Okay. Oh, that's good. I yeah. like that. That's how that that's 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 my. So it's, it's it's a coalition of the yep. Christmassy willing right. that deliver the gifts. <laughs> all right. Axis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the the. I the, love it. Yes, it's a coalition of the willing. Of the, I don't know who the axis of evil and and that it's. Uh, well, it'd be, is, it'd be uh, what it'd be uh, Krampus and Black Peter, I guess, and the Grinch. Hmm. All right. Like I'm saying, about, I'm talking about. I like it. I don't know enough about, and I I don't know. <laughs> uh, Sam, do you have a do you have a kids a kids thing to say? Kids thing say no. Kids thing say. Kids thing say. Kids mean. Say kids things say that doesn't make any sense. Yes, I do have a, I do have a things kids kids things say things kids kids say. Uh, well, I don't know how to introduce this. I uh, I live on a farm, a, a a a hobby farm. It's not a working farm. It's we have my dad and I uh, and and Hannah the the her sound person. What do we call? She's her? Hannah the producer. Hannah the producer. Okay. To her, all her emails are Hannah the Sound Girl, mm. so I kind of, I kind of have to remember which, 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 which name she goes by. That around. makes sense. Uh, so we live on a farm, and we have like my dad has some chickens, and we own as a family some cows. Uh, and so every once in a while, like it's nice having cows, and we actually we own a bull together. My dad and my brother and I own a bull, which is kind of a big deal. Um, but the bull has been getting out a lot Ooh. lately uh, into our neighbor's pasture because there are some ladies over there that he's interested in. Uh, and our, but our neighbor uh, is, a, is a rancher, a full-time rancher, and I think takes it a little more seriously and doesn't want his cattle uh, serviced by our hmm, bull. Okay. So we have to figure out a new system for keeping our bull in, his, in our pastures. <laughs> Because he had figured out that he can jump. And I think kind of once they figure out that they can jump, they sort of uh, do it more and more mm. and more. So after having to go over to our neighbor's house and get, collect our bull a couple of times, dead and is tired and has decided that we're going to put up an electric fence. Um, so at work, one of my students said, hey, Mr. Jack, uh, keep in mind, we work at a basically a prep school, right? Like we work at a school of students who are going to go to East Coast or West Coast to go to school. So a lot of them probably didn't grow up on farms. I don't know. And he says, Mr. Jack, what are you doing this? And I said, oh, I'm going I'm, uh, I'm to work on some fencing. And he's like, oh, that's so cool. And this isn't a student that I would expect to be that excited about. Right. This. He's like, oh, that's so cool. I didn't know you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's got to be done. And he's like, you know, I didn't, where do you do fencing around here? And, you know, he's asking follow-up questions and what I immediately realizes that he is talking about uh, Ooh, sword fighting. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> not, I'm not putting up fence. And so I said, Oh, right. you should, uh, you should take that as a compliment. Like you, he, he thought uh, yeah. you were talking about I don't, like I don't sword fencing and like, he didn't like, he was like, he completely believed it. He was like, yes, Mr. Jack no. is one who would fence. Right. Yeah. He's an athlete. Uh, he's, he's a sword hmm. fighter. So yeah, that's my uh, kids. Thing you're you're built like a sword fighter, Sam. You really are. Uh-huh. Yeah. It'd be an easy oh, target. Oh no. No. <laughs> Speaking of which, how goes your how goes your health conquest? Oh, health update. All right, let's do it. Matt, I don't think we have a sounder for health. Oh, we don't? We should. We should make one. Health update put health in a corner. <laughs> health update will get healthy. <laughs> <laughs> So no, my my health has been going well. I I haven't been counting calories this semester, uh, just because mm-hmm. I've I've not. I, I've been trying to just stick to some healthy habits. Not over. I can, I can tell just from hanging out with you that you're at least paying attention to uh, what you eat. Yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm trying to do that. Um, I <laughs> uh, have been trying to be a little less obsessive about my weight. And the the few oh, times good. that I've weighed myself, I'm I'm maintaining weight. 
Uh, if, mm-hmm. if I would be just a smidgen bit more disciplined, I would, I would continue to be slowly losing weight. I just need to exercise a little more. And that's encouraging to me. Um, I, I had my, the, the annual checkup with the old doctor and he officially confirmed that I had lost 20 pounds from the last time he was the last time he weighed me. And so oh, nice. that was, I mean, that's not very much in a year, but that was still, still a good hunk. That was very nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So health, health, every is, little bit help. Uh, so health is going, health is going pretty well, slow and steady. Well, how about good? How about your I'm health, glad, Sam? Uh, it's good. I, I, uh, I think I'm officially down 120 pounds. Ooh, congratulations. Going good. Um, we have been, Hannah and I have been paying very close attention to mm. cooking. So we cook, we still cook at home a lot, which has been nice. Um, I think that's a really, really, really good way to start out because you're very, you're very conscious of what you're eating and you're also saving money, hopefully. And, uh, and right. All of that. So yeah, that's going pretty good. I worked out. Uh, I lifted weights very heavily um, when I was, well, about two years ago. I guess it's when Hannah had her gallbladder out. Um, the whole summer, I worked out very, very steadily and was squatting a lot and bench pressing a lot and lifting very heavy weights. And uh, I tried to do that again, and I was sore for almost a whole week. Oof. To the point where sitting on the toilet um, was basically, I would just sort of, uh, oh, no. <laughs> this is TMI. You know, like when you can't squat, like when your legs hurt so much you can't squat, I would just sort of like find where I wanted to be and then plop down because I didn't have enough leg strength to, uh, to, to situate myself where I wanted. That's going to be <laughs> That's good. So anyway, I've been working out. Uh, felt good. I, you know, the, the the weightlifting thing is one of those things where I really enjoy it when I do it, but it's hard to get into. So uh, I was sore for like a whole week, and that kind of turned me off. So I guess I should start slower. Or yeah, well, you'll just you hop back into it. You'll be good. Oh yeah. oh yeah. But so yeah, things are going good. I mean, I think you know, in, in, in a year, both of us have have made a lot of changes, and I think it seems to me like at least in my case and also just from what i can tell from your case it seems like they're they're permanent changes and i think that yeah that's it's the been, goal right that's the that's happy. the important thing yeah so i have a christmas present for our listeners okay uh this uh, i th- didn't really fit into a segment so we can we'll just call this uh merry christmas listeners okay <laughs> um, merry <laughs> christmas listeners <laughs> I, I was I could I was trying to get to Merry Christmas and I went to uh, Happy Birthday is what I went to. Oh yeah, Merry Christmas to you. Um, but the Merry Christmas, we put Christmas in a corner. <laughs> Merry Christmas, the corner for Christmas. All of mine are just going to be Sports Corner again. So. But just for Christmas, I I I, I love it. It's great. Okay. All uh, right. This this this. Uh, Christmas present uh, for those that might not follow the Joplin Police Department Facebook page. <laughs> That's everybody. Um, that is most people. Uh, they so w- what they do to give you a little background, they'll have an incident spotlight where they'll put uh, some type of interaction that they had and like kind of a little brief summary of what happened and if someone was arrested or if they found drugs or something like that. That's uh, cool. So they had <laughs> a couple days ago. No, they had one of the greatest uh, incident spotlights I think I've ever seen. I'm just going to read it word for word, and then we can talk about it. Okay. Uh, last night at 10.22 p.m., a female called to report that she was at 4th and Main, and a male ran into the intersection masturbating uh, and yelling for someone to call the police. Uh, an officer arrived and saw the male standing on the corner of the intersection Still masturbating. No. The, the officer told the 53-year-old Joplin male to stop. <laughs> uh, and the suspect charged at him before complying uh, and being arrested for sexual misconduct. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, there's a couple things. Yeah. Where there's should we start th- with? Well, and so, if I'm reading this correctly... He was he was standing on the corner of a relatively busy street. 
Hell, I'm trying to think where Fourth and Main is. What's on Fourth and Main? Uh, Fourth and Main is like where that U.S. Oh, Bank yeah. is, uh, relatively close to the Frosted Cakery. Um, really okay, clo- so it's north. It's north of Seventh. Yeah, it's it's close to uh, Hackathon Wings and Instant Karma and all that. Oh, okay, uh, so it is not by any means a secluded intersection. Popular um, intersection. Yeah. So the the thing that I so like. If I'm reading this correctly, he he's sitting on the intersection of Fourth and Main, getting down to business, and three year old man, and he is also yelling for someone to call the police. Right, it's how I read that. Yes. <laughs> so, right. Already, <laughs> uh, already, I think we're, I think we're looking at something pretty great. Uh, well, yes. So I'm not not exactly sure uh, what is what is happening, um, okay. but he is for whatever reason. Like I, I the, the 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 mental image that I have is that he's he's scared. You have a mental image of this? I, I'm trying to say. I I'm do. To no, say I, I have a good one. He's he's scared. He's a scared oh, guy, and he, he's scared. He's scared. No, well, he's calling for someone to call. He's yelling at someone to call the police. He's scared. <laughs> And the only way that Maybe. he can even remotely calm himself down uh, is no. to is to oh, no. get it done. And so listen, I don't like that at all. <laughs> Someone call the police, or <laughs> or so you think he's, it's like a it's like a, a blankie, a very disgusting blankie. That's how he's calming himself down. <laughs> It's it's either that or like he I assume he can't he stop and he's trying to stop and he can he's like he's, <laughs> it's like a uh, like a ghost has possessed his oh. head he's like someone call the police what's going on uh, uh man I assume that he was just really into like men in uniform <laughs> <laughs> and so and so he that 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 part oh, that part man. is golden I would not but then the, the officer arrives. And the guy sure. is still getting down to business, right? That's okay. That's interesting. Fact number two. And and so the officer tells the guy to to stop. And so Ends up. and so stop is in quotes. And so what I'm assuming uh, is that there's like he didn't actually just say stop. Like right. it was an awkward like, hey, sir, you need to uh, you need to stop doing that. <laughs> Like th- this can't be comfortable for the, for the officer. No. And then I think the, the, the part that we have to talk about the most, I don't know if we have to talk about any of this. The Matt. suspect charged at him before complying. And what that says to me is that while he's still murking his gagurkin, he okay. he charges at the police officer. Oh my gosh! So at, at this point, he is he is ag- aggressively masturbating. At this point, at the police officer. Oh, you think he continues? Oh well, it says because it, it, before complying, and the officer told him oh, to before stop. stopping. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and so he is just like I don't know what possessed this man, but he was like ah. Um, and just just going to town still, and I don't know what he thought he was going to be able to accomplish. Oof. But well, I think he I thought think that. I don't let's, and, and it didn't work, and so he he got arrested for sexual misconduct as he should. Um, oh man! I will tell you a a quote that or a comment that made me giggle a lot. Okay. And we can we can end it for your sake. Um, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure everybody is trying really hard. Oh, going to, after it. Like my my uh, dad made a comment and he said, "Well, he was probably t- trying to do a carjacking and got confused." Like I thought that no. was pretty good. Uh, and then uh, a a highly rated comment is, "When did we get a come and go on Fourth and Main?" But um, that's that, that's easy. <laughs> that's low hanging. That's low. <laughs> Oh man! You gotta do so, that is you got to do. <laughs> that is, I think, if if there's anything that really expresses like the mat the 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 magic of the Christmas mystery in Joplin, Missouri, 
think <laughs> I think yeah, it's this you, incident spotlight brought to you by the Joplin Police Department. You started this whole thing by saying, you know, Merry Christmas, listeners. Here's a gift for you. This, this is worse. This is so much worse than stocks, Matt. Uh, oh, this is all right. Well. Merry Christmas from Matt and Matt only. <laughs> Merry Christmas from Matt Listen. and Sam. Um, uh, My Christmas present to you is going to be when we edit this <laughs> to go back and warn Are you just going to edit it to where I'm the only out. person talking Cut about the it? the whole thing out. <laughs> Oof. Oh, man. All right. Uh, I need to follow the Joplin PD uh, Facebook. I follow the Lawrence PD on their uh, oh, on yeah. Twitter, and they're pretty fun. They're yeah, pretty so fun. it's I, I recommend it. It's a pretty good follow. Um, also... Pretty much every post is about someone with meth, which is a little discouraging. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's Southwest Missouri, that's Southeast Kansas, classic, classic four state there. area. Uh, that a lot of meth in the four states. So I think. Oh, I mean, that, so, meth may very well have been involved in this in this, uh, in this event as well. I don't. Know oh, I would uh, almost undoubtedly like. I the, the I think the only thing more terrifying than that actually that actual story is assuming that it was all done of a sober mind. Like, <laughs> right. I don't it's I don't want someone in their right mind to be like, "What should I do?" <laughs> oh, I have an idea. Oof. Let's jerk it at a police officer. Like that's what happened. Who? So like, who, Let's try to use this question. action as a weapon. Here's my question for you. Oh, man. <laughs> on man uh who would you who would you least want to be in this situation the the guy who later on realizes what he's done the cop who shows up or the person who makes the call oof a witness um, if you <laughs> i'm going to say the person that i would least want to be is the cop yeah i think so too because he's just doing his job you know like he didn't like it wasn't happenstance that he found it like the witness, which I don't really want to be the witness either. Because the witness has to be like, is he doing what is he is he oh my god, what is he doing? Like, that's right. not great. That's not fun. No. But like the cop, he woke up, kissed his wife, you know, good morning. I gotta mm-hmm. go protect the citizens of Joplin. When he was thinking about being a police officer, he was he was thinking about keeping people safe, keeping crime off the street. I, I doubt he I doubt he thought that his job would include having to forcefully stop someone from masturbating on a public intersection. Uh, that's not, and even even that day, he probably didn't wake up and think of all the weird crap I'm going to see today. It's probably going to be this. Mm-hmm. Probably a guy running at me with wiener in hand. I'm uh, gosh, you're so disgusting. I'm uh, I'm pretty firmly I'm pretty firmly opposed to police brutality, uh, except in this situation. There is oh how you can't be ginger with that. Shoot him! Like (laughs) (laughs) Sam, that's not what we do. If you run at me like that guy, I will shoot you. One hundred percent of the time. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever uh, want Sam to shoot you, you now know how to make it happen. Ugh. Merry Christmas. Can I uh, can I make a funny pun and then we can move on? Oh, please. What a jerk. Hey, let's go. All <laughs> right. Uh, what's next? So, so keeping, keeping with our Christmas theme, um, I have a uh, Christmas... Weirdest, weirdest Christmas episode ever. The best Christmas episode. Again, Merry Christmas, listeners. I, I think this is an objection, uh, okay. something that we can probably discuss that we might be. So let's let's go ahead and assume that it's an objection so we can listen to some music. Objection! Are you kidding me? Why don't you me? tell me what you think is the best game, I and think... I'll tell you why you're wrong. No, that's not at all true. I disagree with that. Well, you're wrong. Ah! <laughs> you're burnt! So this objection is Christmas themed. We I alluded to it for those of you that have a thing for foreshadowing and the kids things say. But here's my Christmas question to you, Sam. Okay. Is it appropriate, okay, moral, whatever whatever word you want to use 
You need to tell me whether you want me to answer appropriate, moral, or ethical. Well, you you tell. Well, we can we can discuss Ask the question, it. Then I'll tell you. Okay, so here's the question. So, do you think it's okay? We'll start with that. For a parent to tell their kid that Santa Claus is real. Oh. Uh, this is a lot more serious of a question than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> is it okay for a parent to tell their kid that Santa Claus is real? Because yes. You think yes. Tell me why. Uh, because Santa Claus is a fun tradition and uh, kids might as well get used to being lied to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Santa <laughs> yeah, no, like when they turn eight or nine. Welcome to the world, kids. Your right, parents are liars. Parents. I don't know. I mean, I don't think my parents. This this is funny. I don't think my parents ever really said that Santa Claus was real, but we like sat on Santa's lap and stuff. Well, right. And so, like, um, I, I think I, I think that it's different to have like a, a tradition that includes a character named Santa, sure. and because like the mystery with us, because like I don't think my sister and I ever believed in santa like and if you've listened to other episodes where i talk about my dad uh my my late father you you have an idea as to why um, was he, this is funny this is an interesting question i have for you was he uh was he anti-santa he so he well i mean he was anti-secular christmas i think right, right. Uh, but specifically like the issue that he had was he um when he was a child he believed in santa and he believes oh. pretty late. It was like to, I think he said it was like he was like nine or ten, which that's not that late. That's oh, it's like fourth grade. Um, but he yeah, really dumb fourth graders. But hey, take it easy. And so, but when he when he found out that Santa wasn't real, like wow. the, the reaction that he had was, my parents have been lying to me for years, right. And he said that that like that had that actually had an impact on his ability to trust his parents. Yeah. So I, honestly, so first of all, I want to talk about that first. It's interesting that in our childhood there was a time where the right was. I'm getting obviously we can turn almost anything into political discussion. When the right was like opposed to secular Christmas, right. like Santa Claus. That stuff was like, we don't do that. There's a reason for the season. Now, it's more like anything Christmas, we're going to embrace it because the alternative is no Christmas at all. Right. It just, it's just interesting to me how that shifted. And I hadn't thought about that. So I guess I don't have anything to say about it other than it's happened. And that's hmm. interesting. Thing. Well, that is interesting. We'll probably talk yeah, about that like, later. Like, yeah, like we're clinging right now. We're clinging to Christmas stuff that isn't even Christmas because, I don't know, the the alternative is no Christmas, I guess, but not really. But that's right, but that's the, like the yeah the perspective. I feel about telling your kids that there is no Santa the same way I feel about telling Luke Skywalker that Darth Vader murdered his father. It is true from a certain point of view. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Santa Claus is real because he lives in your heart. Boo, that's stupid. Yeah, Sam. he's just real on Christmas. No. <laughs> I win. I get my cake and I eat it too. No, Sam. I it bothers it bothers me. <laughs> Santa yeah. the, the Santa the Santa lie. I'm being overly negative on like just just for sake of humor. I'm not actually that's militant no about lie. this. Um, you've already, Santa, you've already uh, referred to the Santa delusion once. I like, I like referring <laughs> to it as Dawkins. <laughs> I like referring to it as the Santa delusion. Um, yes. But I, I dislike it the same reason I don't like it when Jimmy Kimmel tells people to take videos of parents telling their children that they ate all their candy, and yes. and laughing at the emotional reactions of their children, like you or this or this horseshit about. Uh, wrap a bunch of fake presents, and when yeah, your kids I don't do like something that. bad, like when they're bad, you throw them in the fire. Yeah, that's awful. Uh, it is hard enough to be a child, right? And like, because for me, it's you tell your children that Santa is real for your entertainment. Um, oh, and okay, because it's it's not to make Christmas magical. Because you can make Christmas magical by having being a nice, loving family and exchanging gifts. 
and talking about stories in Christmas and loving each other. And that make, that can make Christmas magical. You don't have to uh, tell a child that someone who doesn't exist actually does exist because you think it's fun for them to believe in something that doesn't exist. Like that's, that's for your entertainment. Um, and so that you get to say, Oh, Santa left your presence and they get really excited about it. Their emotional mm-hmm. reaction is for your entertainment. Just like you lying about you having eaten their Halloween candy is also for your en- entertainment. Um, and I don't, I don't like the idea of taking advantage of children like that. I think that's me. Those two things are different, at least in degree. Those two they, things they, they are. I will. And I'll say like, it's, it's much, it's much softer to be like, Oh, Santa left you presents. There's nothing. There's nothing malicious about saying that Santa Claus is real. But there's something malicious about eating your kids' candy, right? Or saying you've eaten your kids' right. candy, right? Uh, but like, it, it's still like the the. I feel like the foundation is the same as that. You are using your child's innocence for your entertainment. You didn't have fun with like the Santa myth when you were a kid, like talking about Santa Claus and sitting on Santa's lap and all that I, stuff. Like that I was, enjoyed fun stuff. Well, no, I enjoyed Santa. Like I, it's not that you can't talk about Santa at all. Like I just understood that Santa wasn't an actual being. Like my my sister remembers, like well, you see Santa and like oh hey this guy's dressed as Santa that's cool. Like I I enjoyed that. My mm-hmm. our uncle, <laughs> like when my sister my sister was like kindergarten or first grade. Um, our uncle dressed as Santa and she was like, Santa, I feel like I know yet. <laughs> like she wasn't quite sure, but she was a little sure. Like you seem really familiar. Um, this is so funny. So funny because my, my wife, Hannah, cause I mean, like I grew up and I think, I mean, I'm sure that my parents like told us Santa was real, but also like, cause I kind of like, I vaguely remember telling my little brother that Santa wasn't real. Like I vaguely remember being the one that kind of broke that story. Um, so I had we had to have at some point kind of believed that Santa was real. I don't, but but I don't have a deeply terrorizing story to tell about right. it. I I knew I knew that Santa wasn't real before I remember knowing that Santa wasn't real. Right, right. But I feel like at some point we had to have believed it because I broke the story that Santa wasn't real to my brother. Right, and he wasn't devastated either. Um, so at least for us, I think it was more just a fun tradition thing. Well, and like um, we, we had a fun tradition. Like my like my mom yeah. gave me presents that were from mom, and then I also had presents that were from Santa. Um, yeah, yeah, we did. And I thought that, and like the presents from Santa always came after I had gone to bed, and so like mm-hmm. that was fun. Like I enjoyed that, and like I had to play a lot. Like my <laughs> my mom like would jokingly threaten like, oh well, if you uh, don't want to believe in Santa, or, like you don't want to. Like one of like, because we would be like, "Mom, Santa's handwriting is exactly like yours." Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Um, and she'd yeah. be like, "If you're going to be little shits about it, Santa doesn't need to give you any presents." And so we were like, "Oh, hey, Santa, cool, thanks, appreciate it, Santa." <laughs> um, and but like, but like, we knew Santa wasn't real. Like, but it was a yeah. game. It was a tradition. It was fun. And so that that's nice. Like, I'm not saying that you can't do anything with Santa, but like Hannah's story is different. Hannah's story is her parents never told her about Santa Claus, told her that Santa Claus is, I think, like a dumb tradition that some people believe in. Santa Claus isn't real. And so Hannah, like, told a bunch of other little kids that Santa wasn't real and, like, like, (laughs) made them cry. Yeah, that's her story. She's not here, so I can't ask her about it. Um, She will probably listen when she's editing and tell me all of the she is she is welcome to uh put an editing we can even add add it to the end of the episode her her experience of ruining santa for a multitude of children like she like her family like her family they're kind of like proud of like yeah we don't buy into that santa nonsense uh which is different you know it's different again because for me i mean it's the same as well i i feel the same way about santa as i feel about canon just believe just believe in santa Claus. i don't care do whatever you want yeah uh, and if it, and, it, and if it makes you happy, then believe in Santa Claus by all means. But I'd never considered. But I'd never considered the sinister implications of like, yeah, maybe okay. So maybe you know, maybe telling kids this this secret, it is different. It's different than the tooth fairy. Like, well, like Santa Claus is everywhere, man. Santa Claus is everywhere. I think that you're wrong. I think that you're wrong that it's uh, classic that you. It's, that it's that it's damaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can understand. But I can understand what you're saying. I think, yeah, I think treating it like a tradition uh, of something like, "Hey, it's fun," you know, wink, wink, is better than uh, no, no. But for real, Santa's Santa's real. 
Yeah, I don't like, I don't like, like when I, when I talk about three Kings day and I have students and this is real, like as students say, Oh yeah, three Kings day, that's a fun story. But like what we actually believe is that St. Nicholas does this. I'm like, Oh God, like that's not like, like it's like tied into their religious belief system. I'm like, that's, that's not going to turn out how you want it to. So, but that's not your, which I mean, like, I mean, but now you're legislating, but now you're legislating what people believe in, and that now now all of a sudden I'm mad. About <laughs> now all of a sudden I think that you're wrong. Like it's like as soon as you say like, well, you know, you're gonna find out. I don't like that. Well, yeah. Listen. Well, like you don't have to like it. It's fine. I think I've made <laughs> I've made my point <laughs> quite clear, Samuel. Uh huh. Um, but there's a difference between Santa Claus. And the Catholic Saint Nicholas. Well, right. You know yeah, that, right? Like, they're like a they're a technical okay. difference, but a difference nonetheless. But like believing, well, it's not just a well. There's an actual difference. difference, but like believing that Saint Nicholas comes to your house and leaves you presents, like that's still not right. still not good. Like right. one of them was a little more historical than the other. Saint Nicholas was a historical right. figure, though. But you can't say you don't believe in St. Nicholas. You can say you don't believe that St. Nicholas comes to your right, house. Because like they, she said, we believe that St. Nicholas like comes to our house. And then I'm like, like oh, that's... Alright, well, I think we've settled it. Sounds good. Um, I think we so have. So I, I have a listener letters before our, our, our last segment. Oh, right? It's been a while. This is, this is hey, from our... Send us letters. You don't want just Matt and I to just talk and yammer on, uh, then you send, send us some letters, letters, please. We would love to talk about it. Blackmailing you, blackmailing <laughs> you using bad content. <laughs> like, like I like how somehow are, are, it implies uh, that they're Laura. forced to listen. Like, you want this to be better? Try harder, listeners. Um, yeah, okay. I was under the impression. I was under the impression that you used uh, your friendship. Well, I certainly like, would, like, cause I'm like, they're like, Hey Matt, how you doing? I was like, Oh, well, like, have you listened to the podcast? Because I talk about it. They're like, I just wanted you to have a conversation. And I was like, well, listen to my conversations first. And like, and they don't land, they don't listen. It gets really dark, uh, really, really awful. And, uh, you use your friendship to make me, to make me record the podcast. So I can only imagine what you do <laughs> make people listen to. It's pretty, it's pretty awful. Um, it's not. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. This, this there's is a lot. Of, there's a lot of people that um, one have talked to me about how they're concerned for you, and then there's a lot of people. Oh, yeah. that very unwillingly listen uh, for the for the sake of a, of the emotional backlash that would happen. So, prisoners, uh, shh, Matt, Matt can't hear me right now. I, I'm a prisoner in the bunker. You, you need to let me out. He keeps me. He keeps me locked up. He he. The bunnies chew on my toes. He makes me. He, he only feeds me red bear and pizza. Oh, save me! And at least Come like seven me. people were like, "I hey, want to yeah, live in the bunker. Yeah. I would. I would live a life hey, Matt, of only red back. bear and pizza." It's weird that you got cut off and that you don't know anything about the red bear and pizza, which is a joke I made, uh, assuming that you weren't listening. <laughs> Tell me about the. Oh man! So, listener letter. This is from our friend Mary. Hi, Mary. Uh, uh, she had a suggestion. She said, uh, and I, you're going to have to help flesh out exactly what she's asking. I think I get it. Would you discuss music volume etiquette while driving in a car and what one should do when side by side with people blasting their music on the highest settings their stereos could take? Um, uh, and she, she says, I usually feel an unsettling need to acknowledge them or join in somehow. Sad face. It's weird. I know. I, I don't know why. I don't. I don't feel like that's weird. It is a she little weird. Feel, mm, that's, that's, well, you heard it from from Sam, Mary. Uh, it's a little weird. So the 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 etiquette of so the driving. Thing that I think is weird is to say the word sad face. Well, she didn't say sad face. She made a sad oh, face. Oh, okay. But, okay. Sometimes. I mean, I could make a sad face, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't know what's going on. Sometimes people just write the word sad face, and I don't understand that. So not. <laughs> Gary, you're not weird at all. You're not uh, weird, Mary. I, I you heard have, it from Sam. I have very strong feelings about music in the car. Oh, let's hear. Let's hear your strong feelings about music in the car. Like you, like you thought for one second that I wasn't going to have strong feelings about this random thing. Uh, I had no idea. I feel 100. I don't know you. 
I feel very strongly that the driver should have complete control over the music, selection, uh, volume, and everything else. I think that the, I think that the driver is 100% in charge. To the point where if the driver chooses to cede that uh, choice, they can do so. But it's, it is up to the driver to decide how loud they want the music and what they want to listen to. And the passengers just needs to shut up and appreciate that they're just being driven somewhere. Suck it up and do it. So I, I guess a question that I would have then is like, is there in general, so like the, the driver has the absolute authority, which I tend to agree with. Yeah. Um, for the for the for the volume of the stuff, is, is there a point where, like, just in general in society, the driver has turned the music too loud for like not the not not for the passengers, but just for like anyone near the car? So again, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of an odd duck in this. In that I um I like I like shared social uh, experiences. So I'm the kind of guy who is going to like acknowledge that you're listening to whatever music you are loudly. And if I, hmm. if you, if I get your attention or if you seem interested in my antics, I'll like dance along to it. I'm not going to give them like the look of shame, like the one eye, two eye from Seinfeld. Um, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I think vaguely. He has a, he, he, he's uh, looking at people in the movie theater talking about, you know, Give them the half turn. You give them the full turn. Then you give them the disapproving nod. Um, hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, don't, I guess I mean I don't know what my approach has always been. Like, yeah, maybe it bothers me, but what am I like? Like in the end, what am I going to do? What, what what's the best case scenario? I make a striker right. change his life. What good is that to to me? Um, hmm. Okay. I don't know, what do you think? Well, I, I think with music in a car, like it's it's never going to be that intrusive to anyone, or if you are sitting next to yeah, it, right. And so, like if I if I drive by next to a car and I hear the music, like it doesn't it doesn't like I mean that 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 interaction is going to be so short. Like it, I don't I don't think I have any moral authority to tell that person, hey, quiet, quiet down. Yeah, um, American, and in fact, quit some people around. <laughs> well, she didn't say that. Oh, she I said that she it. had a. She had an imp- she she felt an impulse to join in, and I, that's that's yeah. kind of where I go. Like, if the the trade off is that if you are in a car and you have the music loud enough to where those outside the car can clearly hear it, you are inviting others to participate right. um, in in that music. And so, to to answer Mary's part of the question of that, yes, Mary, you should be joining in and dancing definitely, uh, because the only reason that they would have it that loud is because they desire an impromptu dance party on the intersection. Yeah, but that's the only thing that you should do in an intersection. Don't. Match. Don't do. Mm-mm, yeah, don't do. Don't. <laughs> I think. Uh, um, that's like, not what we do at an intersection. That's right. But like one of my favorite experiences is when you are sitting in your car and you look over and somebody is mouthing the lyrics to the same song you're listening has it ever happened? To you? Oh, that's awesome! It's the greatest. It's the best. So nice. That can make that happen more uh, makes me happy. That's good stuff. Well, how do you feel about if you're the passenger? How do you feel about? Do you, do you think that that you should get to say, "Hey, I think you should turn that down"? I think if you're like, unless maybe you're in physical pain. Yeah. Um, like besides that, like you're the passenger. If you if you want control, like drive. I say that um, there is one person on this earth that gets uh, that gets a pass on this, uh, which is my wife. Um, she has extremely sensitive ears, which is why she's good at uh, sound recording. One of the reasons. And when I play my music too loud, um, it really kind of bothers her. Hurts her ears. Mm. So I don't play my music very loud with my wife because she doesn't like my music. So. <laughs> Nobody, Matt. Nobody likes your music. That's it's easy. true. That's one hundred percent true. There's no one that does, and I, I've accepted that. Well, good. I mean, no, made peace with that. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Mary, uh, hope hope that answered your question. I'm almost positive it didn't. Uh, well, I mean, par for the course. Am I right? Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, but I, I think to so the the specific like what what's the etiquette of what you do when you're next to them? The answer is you join in. Oh yeah. You, you join in and have a party. And then if they get awkward and weird about it, then they need to turn their music down. Exactly. 
Well said. Yeah. I feel the same way about. I do feel the same way when someone's having a loud conversation on a cell phone in a public space. <laughs> so. you respond to them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. What time at Carol's? Okay. <laughs> That's good. I like Did it. Did it bring anything? I, it bring some wine. It can bring a five hundred year old wine. Whoa! Here's if a stranger told me, "Hey, I'm going to bring a nice five hundred year old wine to your party." I would say, "Here's my address." Right. Come, come, join us. You're gonna, you're gonna toss that coin on getting murdered. Oh yeah. What if that stranger looked like me? You're gonna think this dude doesn't know what a five hundred year old wine is. Uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> I, don't that's, that's, I don't think that's it's a, that tough. <laughs> it, it depends. Like if you have like your blacksmithing gear on, I'd be like, this guy is five hundred years old. He uh, made the uh, wine I'm talking about. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, but if you're like, I don't know, let's say you're on the corner of Fourth and Main, and you say that, <laughs> I would say. Probably not, guy. Probably not. I changed my mind. That guy's a hero. He's living. He's living. <laughs> he knows. Well, no, I was about to say he knows exactly got, what he wants. But if you're jerking it on the, if you're jerking it on a corner and you're screaming for someone to call the police, you clearly do not know what you want. I think. I think ghost possession is the only explanation for this. I think you're. I think you're being possessed is the only possible explanation. I think so. Well, we'll go with that. It is a holiday miracle possession story. Matt, do we uh, have a who would win? Uh, we do have a who would win. Who would win? So, to end our vaguely Christmas themed episode, <laughs> Christmas episode, Christmas episode of According to the Technical Rule. Christmas in heavy quotations. We've said the word Christmas several times. Uh, I, I'll, I'll be it dozens of times even. Yeah. Um, we, we have a who would win, and that who would win is, I feel like, classic, a classic battle. Okay. Who would win? The phrase, Merry Christmas, okay. or the phrase, Happy Holidays. <laughs> This is a tough battle. Uh, when what hands of genius submitted this question? The, you. Yay! You. <laughs> I still love it. Uh, our, our our own our very own Sam Jack submitted Merry this. Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. So so this is the question that I have. Okay. Right off the bat, yes. is Santa on the Merry Christmas side or the Happy Holiday side? Well, that's a hard question. Right? Because uh, I don't he's know. done what, both. What? Well, because you said yeah. earlier, like there used to be like a battle between secular Christmas and like religious right. Christmas. Right. And Santa was definitely on the secular Christmas side. And in fact, like I think he was the happy holidays type of type of person. And so Well, when I, I that's so also the I, crux of that's gonna really change the outcome of the fight of the phrases. That's really like what side happy, Santa's on. I think that happy holidays used to mean Thanksgiving, Christmas, and maybe New Year's, right? Oh, potentially. Now, Happy Holidays feels like a consolation prize. Like, (laughs) you've taken away Christmas, and I'm going to grudgingly say Happy Holidays. Yeah, it's, well, and it's, that's the thing that bothers me. It's like, people are like, (laughs) don't say Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. I'm like, they're just being, someone's saying a nice thing to you. Just, Just say thanks. I think my favorite joke about this... Would you like to guess what TV show my favorite joke about this comes from? Uh, 30 Rock. 30 Rock, that's right. Uh, there's an episode, uh, Jack's real dad, played by Alan Alda, uh, Hawkeye Pierce of uh, MASH fame. Uh, he said, he's, he's like a really... He's like an open-minded, like, uh, like liberal college professor or something, right? And so he keeps saying, like, you know, it's a winter solstice miracle. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> Instead of saying, you know, like intentionally not saying right. Christmas, saying other things. Okay, which is funny in its own right. Um, but at some point, he kind of runs out of stuff to say. And so he's giving hugs, and he's like, he's like, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and, and a happy whatever you believe in, too. <laughs> <laughs> and that always makes me laugh. That's from the episode, uh, I don't remember what season it's in. It's called Christmas Attack Zone. You guys should check it out. Oh, man. I'm in it's my Christmas episode. Attack Zone. Christmas That's Attack Zone. good that's a good episode. <clears throat> that's a so, great episode. So, so back back to the subject at hand. Um, so we're 
so we're but th- we're approaching this from a farcical s- standpoint, right? Right. And so okay. I think I think just for the sake of of the fight. I think Santa is on the Merry Christmas side. I think Santa's on the Merry Christmas side because now Happy Holidays means what? Uh, Happy Holidays incorporates um, the the other holidays at the same time. Yeah. So, but Um, what are we talking about? We're talking about Hanukkah. We're talking about Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year's. I'm going to go ahead and say Thanksgiving uh, because people. Really? I'm going to take that step. Okay. Because it's it is an important holiday around the same time and it's in the holiday season. I'm googling uh, holidays so I'm gonna, around Christmas. I'm going to throw oh, no, it in no. there. Uh, what's the Latin one? Um, or the or the the Roman one? The solstice. Well, yeah. Like the 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 pagan holiday that happens on the solstice. It does start with an S. Yeah, it's the solstice. Whatever it is. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, yeah, but yeah. also like Merry Christmas doesn't include that. I think oh, so. No. Here's, here's the question that's going to make a big deal for me. Oh, let's hear it. In Happy Holidays, are you including um, Festivus? No, because it's not real. <laughs> well, someone, someone might argue that some of these other holidays aren't real. No, too. they absolutely. We're, we're talking about major holidays. <laughs> Kwanzaa is absolutely real. Hanukkah yeah. obviously real. Merry what makes Christmas? I think I think you may actually be getting ready to make the argument that makes you mad about me. So don't so don't 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 stop. What makes a holiday a holiday? Um, I'm gonna say. Um, don't try. Make ooh, it good. For here here we go. It, it can be a couple things. It could either be official recognition by a state or federal government. Eh, don't care what the government says. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm saying it's a couple right. things. I think it's a couple things. Right. And then also a, a a day that has a long-standing tradition um, with sincere and thoughtful roots. I, I'm trying to do whatever I can to I know. exclude Festivus because it's stupid. That's what I'm trying. Um, is I'm, giving you a chance, I'm giving you a chance to make something entertaining, and you are, instead of, to make, uh, instead of trying to make something entertaining, you are trying to win an argument. And I think that it so, is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you to Matthew Hickman. Like, how is, that a, how is that a surprise to you? But you have a chance. You had a chance. You had a chance you to make chance. the fun. I don't, I don't like Seinfeld that much. And I think Festivus is dumb. Like, I don't. It's Festivus. I've celebrated Festivus with friends of mine. Boo. How does that mean? For better or worse? Uh, like, I feel fine as a person. Um, the ability for me to think less of you has already hit rock bottom long ago. So, <gasps> oh, I'm kidding, Sam. I, I had some funny ideas, and you didn't want to do any of them. So well, now you have to let's know them. what were your funny ideas. Were they all about Festivus? Yeah, no, I was going to give you a chance to argue on behalf of or argue against Festivus, and you didn't want to do that. Well, I did. I, I just argued against Festivus. I think, uh, believe it or not, and this is gonna this this is gonna be an upset. I think Happy Holidays wins. So, so we got to determine. So, before we do that, we got to determine the sides. Okay. So, on on the side of Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas is just Merry Christmas. Well, so here's the question: Is Christmas in Happy Holidays? No. So we're so if you say Happy Holidays, you're not including Christmas. Well, that's the implication, right? I don't think that's the implication. I think the implication is that Happy Holidays includes everything, literally everything. Oh, because if because if if Christmas is included in Happy Holidays, then obviously Happy Holidays oh. wins because it's a megazord of holidays. But see, like what I think, what I think has become, what I think has happened is to Happy Holidays. Because yes, like you said, Happy Holidays used to just be, hey, Happy Holidays. Stuff happens around now, right? But what I th- but what I think Happy Holidays has become now is a begrudging. Well, you've taken a, you've taken Christmas away from me, so I guess I'll just say Happy Holidays. But what? So if but when Starbucks says Happy Holidays on their cups, like, do you think they're excluding Christmas or including other holidays? I think that I think it depends on what side of this this made up fight you're on. <laughs> So for the for the sake of this argument, we're going to say that Christmas is not included in Happy Holidays. Hey man. Okay. So um, so on the side of Merry Christmas, we have we have Santa. Yes. We have American culture. 
majority American culture, I should say. And we have the, are we in, in the traditional story of the birth of Jesus? Correct. We have we have uh, Bing Crosby and Nat King Cole, <laughs> and 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 uh, and uh, Claymation Rudolph. Oh man! Yep, all arrayed against. Here we come a waffling. Uh, here we come a waffling. No, a waffling. Yeah. Waffling, and I think that we should include. Here's and here's what's gonna and here's what's gonna uh, here's what's gonna ruin your day. We're going to include the multinational Christmas holidays. We're going to include the Feast of St. Nicholas and all of that. Ooh, extra wait, stuff. so we're including that for the Merry Christmas side? Yeah, man, it's oh, Christmas. Man. I, so if you're including all of those, because that's Three Kings Day, that's Las Posadas, that's Feast of St. Nicholas. You, you said that Happy Holidays wins against all of that? I've changed my mind. You've ch- Oh, have you? Because at one point I thought that I thought that Happy Holidays would win, but now I think Merry Christmas wins. I think the Merry Christmas wins on the back of 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 the fact that we live in a Western culture. <laughs> <laughs> I think We're only thinking about our own traditions. Yes. Right. Well. Well. I, I think if you if you exclude Merry Christmas from Happy Holidays, oh, you gotta. I, I think Merry Christmas has the most power. I think that's clear. Because uh, there's so much included in Christmas. It's almost two separate holidays because you have religious Christmas and secular Christmas. Like, are there, are there other I holidays? Think I think that's your bias. I think, that there are, I think that there are tons and tons and tons of cultural celebrations around the other holidays that we just don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe. Okay. So either maybe, you know more, maybe you know more about other culture celebrations of well, I think, time. but I think I think Christmas is the most widely celebrated of the winter holidays, and so because we've got, like, I mean, you've, we've got Europe, we've got North America, we've got Central and South America, mm-hmm. um, and so really, we, the only places that like the majority culture wouldn't would be like Middle East, um, maybe some Asian Asian cultures. Yeah, um, you've got. So you've I, got I feel like African countries are going to be hit or miss because you've got a lot There's of Western not. influence there. Uh, we're just because I feel like South right. I feel like South Africa probably celebrates Christmas pretty heavily, um, but but I, I think I think if you're going that route, I think I think Christmas is just too powerful. Hey, Christmas wins in an upset. It, is that an upset? I guess it kind of feels like an upset. I didn't think that for a second that you would be in favor of Merry Christmas. Well, I'm not. I'm not in favor of Merry Christmas. We're not talking about which one I would prefer to say. I'm saying which one would win in a fight. <laughs> and that's clearly it's clearly different. Like if you ask me, hey Matt, uh, which one should you say? I would say whichever one you feel like because you're being a nice person. Like if, if someone came to me and said, hey Happy Holidays, I'd be like, hey thanks, Happy Holidays to you. If someone came up to me. I like in October and said, Hey, have a happy Eid. I would say, thank you very much. You too. Like, even though I don't celebrate Eid, that doesn't offend me. Why is saying happy, anything offensive to anybody? That's the thing. That's dumb. I agree. Believe it or not. I agree. So, but like, but like, we're not I do talking- enjoy, I do enjoy, however, all of the, all, like all of the Christian, I, the, the, the joke now for me is all of the, like all of the Christmas figures lined up against all of the other <laughs> holidays. In a, like in a battle royale, like in Braveheart. <laughs> that little Christmas uh, claymation elf. Is yeah. not, oh, he's, he's not going to last long. He's not going to last long. He wants to be a dentist. He's not going to last long. No matter we agreed, who would win? Merry so Christmas. I think we're ag- agreed. Um, Merry Christmas wins. I think if Happy Holidays is inclusive of Christmas, obviously Happy Holidays wins. Um. But I think just in general, I think we've agreed that in a in a blood sport to the death match, think Merry Christmas wins out. All right. Well, then, Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, if you if you have a suggestion for something for us to argue about, uh, we would love to hear it and argue about it. And if you have something to say about what we have argued about, you should tell us on Instagram or Facebook, and we will continue the uh, very polite, wonderful discussion <laughs> as, as the gentleman we are, Sam, I hope that you have not only a Merry Christmas, but also some happy holidays. Thanks, Matt.
You too. Thanks. And listeners, uh, we hope you have very a very some happy holidays, maybe some Merry Christmas, maybe some nice posadas, maybe maybe some good old fashioned Al Dia de los Reyes Magos. You know, any of those good any any type of holiday you might be looking at. I hope it's a happy one for you. I'm I'm d- right. I'm done listing holidays. Bye. Bye guys. Okay, so my Christmas story is this. When we were kids, my parents told us that Santa Claus wasn't real, that he was a made-up character that uh, some people believed in, but that we didn't believe in. And that at Christmas time, Mom and Dad gave you presents, and other people gave you presents, but not Santa Claus. So uh, my aunt comes to town, and she's, uh, you know, she's from a big city, and she believes in things like Santa Claus, and and uh, and her kids believe in things like Santa Claus. So she insists that we go to the um, bank, which is where Santa Claus is coming to to visit. And you can go sit on Santa's lap and tell him what you want for Christmas. So she insists that we go. Mom um, says, "Okay, well, she wants you to go, so we're just gonna we're just gonna do it, even though it's silly." So we uh, so we go to the bank and we stand in line. We wait for it feels like forever. And I'm young. I don't know how old I am, but I'm young. And we wait and wait and wait and wait. And finally, it gets to be my turn to go sit on Santa's lap. And he says to me, "Do you want to come sit on my lap?" And I say, "No." And he says, "Why not?" And I say, "Because you're not real." And uh, part of the problem was that I like knew who this guy was. We're from a small town, so I knew who was playing Santa Claus. I knew his name. Uh, and so I, I said out loud, um, uh, because you're not real. And I'm pretty sure that a bunch of, uh, children were, you know, completely scarred and ruined for life because of, uh, that. So that's my Christmas story. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> you all enjoyed it. Um, and have a wonderful Merry Christmas. Bye everyone. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening to the According to the Technical Rules podcast. If you'd like to contact the hosts, Matt is on Twitter at MattATTR and Sam is at SamJATTR. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, let's all play According to the Technical Rules.